Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. Adam, welcome. We are sitting here in the Borgot Energy Theatre um, looking out over the beautiful view. What a beautiful theatre, first of all, you've just got here. Oh, the theatre's um, stunning. I'm, I'm hoping to get a little sneaky peek of um, the auditorium yeah. um, later on. You, you're, in, you're in for a treat. You're going to be in Dublin pretty much for all of October. Do you know Dublin well? Have you been here much? Um, yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been here a few times as we've been driving around this morning. Um, I've been going, oh, hang on a minute, that's the road that leads to the truck. Oh, that's, that's the road that leads to Fade Street. So, oh, um, yeah, it, all the good it's places. all the restaurants. Yes. And um, I've just sent, a, sent my mate a picture of um, the Hairy Lemon Pub <laughs> because we, we did spend quite a lot of time in there on a previous visit. Okay, so. okay. Well, you're going to have a great month. Um, I'm wondering about the rehearsal process. So this is a production that obviously started on Broadway, has come to London's Coliseum, mm. and then the change in some of the cast members now like yourself are you shadowing Doolittle at the moment are you having your separate rehearsals how does it all work um I've been and watched Stephen doing uh Doolittle multiple times um not so much for to get Stephen's performance but so I can because obviously I've got the two big numbers I've got get me to the church and with a little bit of luck Mm. and it's all very well me standing next to Simon, the choreographer, and he's saying, do this, do this, do this. This is happening over here. There's nobody else in the rehearsal room, so he's pointing to spaces going, this happens <laughs> over here. And I've got no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. So I kept going into um, the Coliseum, just sneaking at the back when those numbers were on, when I could, so I can look at it and try and get some idea of the the scale of it and what else is happening around me. And... Well, can get me to the church is bedlam. That's, that's all I can describe <laughs> as going on around me. It is absolute madness. Everything is going on around him. Um, it's like his his last party. It's his last hurrah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to party like it's 1999. And um, yeah, just get me to the church. So when will you first get to be with the rest of the ensemble for rehearsals? Um, well, we've had some down in London. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, we've we've done all those rehearsals. Yeah. The next time I see all the ensemble, tech rehearsal, Bradford. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which um, yeah, we've we've had a couple of weeks off, which has meant I've had a chance to come over here. But yeah, it's it's um, everything I've learned, I've now forgotten. Okay. I'm gonna have to relearn it again for <laughs> for Bradford, but it'll be fine. But this is a long way from the East Enders set. How how are you finding it all? How are you finding the, the musical end of it? Well, it's a long time since I've done a musical. Yeah. Last, what, you were twelve, were you? I was twelve. Yeah, it was Oliver. Um, <laughs> 1980 Albury Theatre. Yeah, I've, I've had to, I've, I've had to learn how to sing again um, yeah. because I haven't dancing. Um, I get there in the end, it, but it takes time, and I don't, I don't understand a lot of their terminology because it's not, it's not the world I'm, sure. I'm from. At the same time, I was just looking there. Your one of your new co-stars, Leslie Garrett. Now she did Strictly, Adam, mm. and I'm thinking you have done. I'm a celebrity. You've done Celebrity MasterChef. I'm a so celebrity. I'm... Strictly, get me out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I think Strictly. I think Strictly next year maybe with no. all this choreography. No. 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 No, it, <laughs> no one's going to ever be able to dig up a quote where I've said, "No, I'll never do Strictly," and then I end up really? doing Strictly. Okay. Right. I'm never doing Strictly. We've heard it. You heard it here right. first. <laughs> it's it's a bit like Steve Redgrave in a rowing boat, post Olympic gold medal. Except I mean it. Okay. Now, what you're very comfortable with is learning lines. You have to learn lines every week when you're in EastEnders. So yeah. that part is is fine. What a script, though, Adam. I mean, George That's Bernard Shaw's script is fantastic. Are you it's, it's that unreal. Part of it? um, that whole speech in the study, when Doolittle comes round to um, 
discussed terms with Mr Higgins um, is he's just great yeah the whole thing how he explains about no 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 don't don't give me ten pounds just give me five just give me what I asked for and the whole reasoning behind it it's just brilliant um, it is I just absolutely love it and I'm still playing with it I'm still I haven't I don't think I've settled yet and I, don't, I probably won't settle I wouldn't have thought through the whole run because I think I'm just going to keep finding different layers to it and different bits. So, that, that's the joyous stage, isn't it? Yeah. Because EastEnders, the director says, cut, and that's it. You haven't got another chance. Whereas every night you'll have a new audience. You can give it something fresh every night. And it's, it's going to be yeah. busy. You're going to have double days. You know, it's gonna, Your stamina will be up, won't it? I, f- I think the stamina issue is going to be not so much for me, definitely for Charlotte and for Michael because they have got the bulk of it I mean they really have got the bulk of this um, and they, they carry the show I just come in and add a little bit of colour and a bit of fun <laughs> and a little bit of luck yeah, yeah absolutely. With a little bit of luck yeah that's the thing as a character I always think he's a bit of a chancer and as you said he, he doesn't want the ten bob he wants the five and mm. then it, it all changes at the end for him what do you make of him though as a father figure Adam to, to oh he's the, per- he's the perfect father <laughs> I mean what what more could a daughter want Oh my god! I mean, he's, he's, he's right. Well, he's, he, he's obviously been he's obviously hitter in the past, um, but you've also got to think about it. Don't don't think of it like um, a, a modern man now. This is this wasn't written in this current world. This was written in 1913. So it was almost like a different rule book back then. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean it was right back then, but it was a different rule book. Mm. So that's the upbringing Eliza had, and it shows that in how she reacts to Higgins when he gets um, aggressive with her. Her first reaction is, don't hit me, because that's what she presumes Mm. she is going to get. So all I can think is, what a horrible world that must have, it must have actually been. And when, um, uh, not just about the, um, the way the men were obviously treating the women back then, when Bartlett was explaining to me um, the whole thing about the deserving and the undeserving, I didn't actually realise that was there were actually classes, and that there was sort of you were determined. Oh no, no, you are undeserving. You are deserving. It actually existed, mm. which seems yeah crazy. Crazy. Yeah. You mentioned Bartlett Chair there. Can you give us an idea for those familiar with My Fair Lady of, of what he's done with it, without giving too much away? But but you know you, you you want to see this with a slight freshness to it, obviously. I would say he's he's taken the characters more towards Shaw's writing of Pygmalion than the film that everyone's familiar with. There's more of an edge to Doolittle. Higgins is not quite manic, but I would say he's, he's got something's not right there. There's the OCD. There's mm. there's various elements to his Higgins' mental health as well. Okay. Um, Eliza, yes, she is vulnerable, but she's also a very strong woman. So I, I think we've actually got more layers to the characters with this than perhaps there was even in the film Um, because a lot of it is the characterisations are based on Shaw and Pygmalion and yeah a lot of that's Mm. come into it 
That's mad of interest. Did you see the last London production that would have had Dennis Waterman and Martine McCutcheon? Yes, I did, yeah. because um, at the time I was working with Hannah Waterman. She was playing ah. Laura, Ian's third wife. And her <laughs> dad, count, yeah. her dad uh, the late, great Dennis Waterman, was um, he was playing Alfred Doolittle. Yeah. So, yeah, I did see it. I've even still got a T-shirt because um, there was a, a, a legendary bar in dressing room one which uh, Mr. Waterman ah. ran, the Waterman Arms. I've still got the T-shirt. Oh, very good. And was yours a musical theatre family growing up? I mean, were you, were oh, you good brought God, to musicals? No, my dad, my dad no? was a cop and my mum was a typist. So where did, where, did, where did the acting come from then for you? Um, a kid in my class at school, he was doing commercials. I thought, oh, fantastic. You get to be on telly and you get a day off school. Um, and I then discovered you get to be on telly, you get a day off school and you get paid. Okay. And that that was that did it for you. That was pretty much <laughs> did it for me. Yeah. In EastEnders from the age of sixteen on, on, until last year, moving away from that, Adam was was stage where you wanted to go. Did you want to get away from screen, like, or is it what projects come your way? What, what way is that working? Um, well, it, st- it started off. It was we'd lined up this uh, Looking Good Dead, Peter James, the adaption of Peter James's book. So I knew I was going off to do that when I came out of EastEnders. And since then, it's just been a case of what, which door opens. Let's have a look. Do we want to go through that door? Do we want to go through that door? Um, and at the moment, all the doors keep opening towards stage. And um, I've, got, I've got to say, I'm loving it. Um, Great. It's, it's been a lot of fun. And it's reminded me why I fell in love with acting when I was 12 years old. Um, yeah. I've almost come full circle. I started in a musical. I've gone back to doing a musical fantastic and now the thing is though there's great security obviously in EastEnders you know you, you, you knew your bills would be paid every week is that a bit of a scary risk when you leave that um no not really I don't think that much okay I don't worry about things like that I just I mean I, I guess because when I was leaving EastEnders I knew I had the theatre job to go to um and we, we we keep picking up work we keep looking at there's already other stuff being talked about mm past this job so great I know it's fantastic I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky because I know there's a lot of actors including my son who aren't as lucky um, he's gone into the business yeah he's, he's heading that way um, although saying that he does actually keep picking up work so he's doing alright did you work in the sort of the panto season end of things as well did you direct mm. is that right I've done um, I've been in 12 and I've, I've been in 12 or 13 I don't know I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've been in a few and I've directed one the one I directed was back at oh, 90, God, 95. Okay. Yeah, it was 95 for directed one. But that kept you in on the stage thing. Would you direct again? Um, what, stage or telly? Either. Um, I don't know, it's a lot of hassle. Yeah, too, too, too much work, not <laughs> enough reward. No, <laughs> I think right. I swerved that one. <laughs> um, well, listen, we're really looking forward to seeing you in Dublin in, in My Fair Lady. Just a, a final word in terms of audiences coming to see this show. What do you think they can expect? What kind of a night out are they going to have? They're going to have the most lavish, sumptuous, gorgeous. How many more adjectives can I think of? <laughs> um, it, it really is a, a spectacular show. It's just on such a massive scale. I mean, we've got a 30-piece orchestra with us. We've got Higgins' revolving house. It's the costumes, the wigs, the the hats. The Ascot hats are just huge. You don't, you don't need a set. We've got hats. Okay. Um, it's just a fantastic production. It really is, and it's a joy to be a part of it. Looking forward to it very much. Thanks a million, Adam. No worries.